When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. It's time to talk about Sunday's NFL action for Week 14. And I guess the secret is out now concerning the Cincinnati Bengals. You heard the call from Monday Night Football there. It took a few days, but the line has moved against the Colts. Cincinnati was a one-point dog at home. Now they are two-point favorites. The total has also moved slightly from 43.5 to 44. So, Joe... Do you want to zag when everyone else is zigging? What 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 is zigging? What does that qualify as? Because the line moves, so everybody's on the Bengals. Is that what's happening? I, I suppose. I, I suppose that okay. is what zigging is uh, by the Oxford English Dictionary. No, I'm just wondering what are people doing? What what is everybody doing? That's my question to you. Because I I don't know. Is everybody on the Bengals? I mean, I was, I mean, as one point yeah. dogs, I was more than okay doing that. Now with a three point line move, I go, well, no, 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 I don't know how well I feel about this. That's kind of where I'm at. Like there are a lot of yeah. uh, options for spots this week. And you know, the, the Colts, <laughs> you look at their four game win streak. Like, okay. I guess I see why they're doing this. Look at the soft <laughs> opponents, but I, I never felt that they should have been road favorites against the Bengals. So I, I understand why the move, uh, Boy, that's significant in a day. I know we're going through zero, so it doesn't mean as much. But in one day, as far as I know, not based off information, like injury information or anything like that, where it just completely flips. So it had to be respected money. You know, the look ahead on this before that Monday night game was two and a half indie. That's a mm. big move. It, yeah. Are we bordering on overreaction to Monday? But – it also wasn't an overreaction because that's not what the line was yesterday. So it, it obviously shows us that a, a respected group or two, Aaron, came in on the Bengals, which I felt was the right side. But, yeah, I agree with that. Now I'm kind of like, eh, do, do I want to be in a position where I have to have Jake Browning on a short week coming off that Monday night performance where he's got to back it up and win by at least a field goal over a team that's competing? Yeah, I'm with you on that. I was looking at the total, and now even that's gone up a point. 43 and a half. There's still a couple out there, but there's 44s. There's a 44 at BetMGM, and then some 44 and a halfs already. But I think both of these offenses can move the football. I know it's a small sample size with Jake Browning, but we can't deny at least he's got some weapons. And maybe that's why people are on the Bengals here. But Gardner Minshew's been really good, too. Um, and Zach Moss. So I think that maybe I'll be looking at the over in this one. Hmm. 
Over is an interesting play to me just because this could be a high variance game. Whenever I looked at like the quarterback comparison between Minshew and Browning, there are a lot of good things that both quarterbacks can do. Now, Browning does have the edge, though small sample slice theater. Browning does have the edge when it comes to like completion percentage over expected, success rates better, EPA per dropbacks better. All that's fine. But in terms of the weaknesses by each quarterback, Browning has a much higher sack rate, and that's his fault. That's not the offensive line's fault. It is his fault. And then with Minshew, he has a lot more turnover-worthy throws. So it could be a situation where Minshew throws a couple of interceptions, even against this defense that maybe we don't just love. And it's also possible that Browning, just like Joe Burrow, could take a lot of sacks, which could stall some drives where they look like they're moving the ball effectively, but then maybe they're settling for field goals or they're punting and being a little bit too conservative. And that's why this just feels like a volatile game where suddenly that edge that I wanted with the Bengals plus one and maybe the total at 43 and a half. Now I'm just not so sure anymore. And maybe I just want to stick to props where the numbers are say a little bit lower. Does anybody want to tease the Colts plus eight? Ooh, I love that. Really? I do love that. Yeah, I think the Colts can win this game. I'm not as convinced. I think it's just because I don't know enough about Jake Browning. Yeah, he's looked great and been impressive, but is that going to continue? And for how long? And, you know, he's due to have an off game, and maybe this is the spot. So, yeah, I like that option. I couldn't do that. I I think that this game could end a bajillion different ways. Like, if the Colts lose 35-3, to Are they suddenly regressing to the mean? Like, we could make that narrative. That would make sense. Mm -hmm. Uh, If Cincinnati loses this 35-3, to well, Jake Browning just got hot on Monday Night Football, but in reality, he's still a backup quarterback, and we saw that unfold against this Colts defense. Like, this could end a variety of different ways, and that's why, like, even as a teaser leg, I go – Six points doesn't sound like that much to me in terms of all the possible outcomes. So I would shy away from it, Joe. Yeah, boy, I'm a little surprised at how low the prop numbers are for Jamar Chase because I I feel like what we saw Monday, Browning certainly Mm -hmm. trusts him, and he should, and Chase trusts Browning to find him. I mean, he had 11 receptions on 12 targets, 149 yards and a touchdown. Obviously, Chase is always capable of having a massive game, but I'm more interested in look at the, the receptions to targets. I know there were some fluky things that did happen with bounces in that game, but he's still probably going to look his way. And it's kind of like the Jefferson situation. Okay. We're going to a backup quarterback or mediocre quarterback. And now the number is too far uh, down. It's 67 and a half. I feel like just Mm -hmm. chase. I don't care who the quarterback is. That's too short because one of those short passes can go for that 67 and a half. Mm -hmm. Man, I think you're on to something with these receivers and their props being so low. What about Tyler Boyd at 32 and a half receiving yards? Because if Jake Browning is going to do non-backup-like stuff, won't it be mm-hmm. with Boyd as the recipient? Because we know like Jamar Chase will get his. And certainly like a couple of short throws with Yak will turn into something where that over looks pretty appealing. But what about this idea of Browning utilizing the rest of his weapons to where maybe he throws a couple of deep shots when everything is being crowded at the line and Boyd's the recipient of that. What do you guys think? I'd prefer, I'd prefer chase. Um, I think he's more likely to go to Boyd 
and he had seven targets the other night. So I like him more than T Higgins. I'll say that because T Higgins was a guy that was kind of left on the outside. He gets forgotten about from time to time. And that was certainly the case the other day as he kept going, chase, 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 uh, Mixon too. Mixon got a number of targets. So yeah, again, the short passing game, maybe Mixon is involved. Absolutely. I still like the chase look. Sure, sure. Let's move on now to the Jaguars and the Browns. Uh, Browns are still three-point favorites here at home. The total has gone up from 30.5 to 32.5. And And I suppose if I had to guess why, two reasons. One, all this weather stuff may not be as impactful as perhaps we originally expected. does look like that the forecast uh, for the Midwest might be, you know, clearing up just a little bit. Maybe the wind isn't as bad. Uh, but I also mm-hmm. wonder, too, and maybe this is more of a public reaction than it is like a Sharps reaction. But do you guys suppose that because we saw a super low total last night that went way over that suddenly we are a little bit more apprehensive to pound the table on a game being low scoring? Hundred percent, hundred percent. It's what the the public uh, sees last. Like that was the big story, lowest total in decades, and then it flies over in the first half, and people are going to remember that. <laughs> like, oh, remember what happened on Thursday? That was supposed to be, you know, another six nothing game like we saw last week, and then uh, it ends up flying over. So maybe this one ends up flying over. Sure, I could absolutely see that. There's a lot of interesting things happening with the quarterback situations on both sides yep. in this matchup. Like Trevor Lawrence practicing yesterday. He looked all right. He They called him limited officially going from DNP, and he steps to the podium, no boot, and then he's practicing yesterday. But, man, I have a tough time thinking still that Doug Peterson is going to put Trevor Lawrence in a short week on that field against the Browns' defense down to his third string left tackle. That part is a tough putt for me. I don't think that makes a lot of sense. And by the way, without Christian Kirk, you know, like there's so many beat up Jaguars and this is a team that was very healthy early on in the season. And now on the Brown side, is it going to be Flacco? He spoke to the media. So you would think that 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 usually shows a pretty good sign that it's going to be that quarterback playing in the weekend. And then the OC Van Pelt was talking about, having a package for DTR, which plays into what we were talking about yesterday. Like you would like some of the positive stuff that DTR would, would bring, but you don't want him out there for the entire game. Well, maybe you end up having a package for him uh, in this specific matchup that plays to his strengths. If he gets out of the concussion protocol. So very interesting on both sides. I don't know, Aaron, what do you think? Do you think Trevor Lawrence is going to play? Don't know, but if he does, he's not going to be 100%, which makes me lean Browns. And the the Browns, really, defense has to have a bounce-back game. Allowing 36 points to the Rams, and you're supposed to be the number one defense, you cannot have that continue. So if it is Flacco, the Browns' defense is better, I think this is a spot for the Browns because if Trevor Lawrence plays, he's not 100%. High ankle sprains usually take a few weeks. So I just don't know mm-hmm. what the Jacks can really do in this game. <laughs> is it possible, Aaron, that Trevor Lawrence is out there, but he's handing the ball off a good bit? Because even though the conditions may have improved a little bit as far as weather goes, it still may be a run first, run early, run often kind of approach by both offenses. Lawrence can still be out there. He's just not being asked to do all that much as far as setting his feet, you know, three, five stop. Uh, three five-step dropbacks 
fire, put himself in harm's way, those kinds of things. Maybe this is just a Travis Etienne game. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Gosh, I mean, do you think no matter what win? Maybe it's a stay away just with all these question marks. I don't have a super strong opinion. Even if it's not Sunday, this is great for the Jaguars. Because just maybe I'm reading too much into it, just based on the clips that we saw and the fact that he's already practicing, he might miss this game, but it's not a long-term injury, right? Mm -hmm. Wouldn't we expect him to play in another week from now? When you hear high ankle, you're like, oh, that's a month. That might be the regular season for the Jaguars. And just based off what we've seen already, it certainly seems like that if you're holding the Jags to win the division ticket, just seeing that yesterday, you probably feel pretty good. You know, they're underdogs in this game. They're not even supposed to win. Right. Do you think you it's know, a situation where goes- Lawrence is begging to play as well? And just, he, sure. you know, because they want to win the division and stay in this, that he's like, you just got to get me out there. Hopefully nothing bad happens if that is the case. Mm-hmm. Certainly could be. Right. That is an option. And I wonder too, like if you had to put a probability on it for me, I go, yeah, Lawrence will probably be out there. That's what I'm anticipating. Bethard may be healthy enough to go in, in some key spots, but if I'm wrong, Nathan Rourke is a rookie and he might be active for this game. And I think (laughs) it's one of the key lessons and takeaways from this year in general is it can always get worse. Is there some chance that they go to a third stringer in Jacksonville? And is there some way, I guess, to back the Browns because of that? Just because if if everything goes wrong for Jacksonville, which I think is a very real possibility, maybe not that likely, but it's possible. Isn't minus three, like, more than appetizing, knowing that, like, hey, disaster could very well strike? A hundred percent. I mean, it's not going to be minus three if we hear that it's going to be a O'Rourke. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, I'm not on it, but a lot of people I trust are on Cleveland minus three, and I totally get it the way this thing lines up. Like at this point, Friday morning, we don't know what's going to happen. The QB situation, an educated guess. 
is is that I'm going to say Beathard plays, but mm-hmm. wow, high ankle and Trevor Lawrence playing the same week, that that's crazy. Now, long term, that's more good stuff I think for the Jaguars. Possibly reading too much into it, but that does a lot in the locker room. Like this dude, Trevor Lawrence, like people have question have questions about him this year, and I think it's justified. But I'll say this: that there, are, there, I'm seeing fire in this guy, and I know this is not numbers. Like this is other stuff, but like in that locker room, that matters if you're going to be available every single week. And Trevor Lawrence is doing his damnedest to make sure that he's out there for his team. And if he is, the Jags play very well on the road. So maybe, <laughs> right? Maybe it is right. a spot yeah, to right. back the Jags. <laughs> Jacksonville doesn't have carts. No wonder they play so poorly at home. They don't have the necessary resources. Oh, they, they're shutting that down. They, Trevor Lawrence did everything. Another reason he's a good teammate. Do you see? He took, yeah. like, hey, no, I waved it off. I waved off. Yeah, I'm not buying it, buddy. Not buying it. <laughs> no sorry, Bob. Not at all. R- real quickly, uh, any props in this game that stand out? Uh, anything you guys want? I mean, it's it's cha- it's challenging, right? Outside of uh, mm-hmm. running back props to figure something out with tight end and receivers, and we don't know the quarterbacks because just everything is up in the air. Uh, not for me. How about you, Aaron? No, I have not bet props in this one. Good deal. This is Betuel Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, can the Chiefs rectify their offensive woes and knock off the Buffalo Bills? That's right here on the Betuel Network. <laughs> 